The Poorly Made Police podcast is for entertainment purposes only. This podcast has explicit content and is meant for a mature audience. The views expressed on this poorly made podcast reflect the opinions of the guest and host. They do not reflect the opinion of any department or entity. Nothing on this poorly made podcast should be construed as legal or marital advice. If something offends you, I kindly invite you to lighten the fuck up. If you want to support this very poorly made podcast, click the link at the end of the description and become a monthly sponsor of the podcast. Or buy yourself some nice poorly made police memes merch. Not only does it look good on you, it's also a favorite of wives, exes, children, nurses, nuns, IA investigators, defense attorneys, and the chief. And of course, take care of the fine sponsors of this podcast. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the orgasmic sound of a crown vic. Oh, hey there. Welcome to episode 20 of season two of the Very Poorly Made Police Memes podcast. I am your host, Lenny. How are you guys? I hope the podcast finds you well, whether it's in your own dungeon with your wife or your mistress. I don't judge. Whatever you're doing, I hope the podcast finds you well. This episode, I got a New York State trooper, and he's a good fucking dude, even though he's a trooper. Great fucking sport. Really happy he came on. I had a whole lot of fun. I think you guys will enjoy the podcast. There's some real stuff mixed in there too, but good podcast. I really had a good time. I've done a lot of quote-unquote specialty episodes lately, so this kind of goes back to the regular everyday cop, so I think you'll enjoy it. But before we get to the podcast, i got to give big thanks to the sponsors of this podcast, which are my friends over at OfficerPrivacy.com. A few weeks ago, you heard the owner, Pete James, on the podcast. Great guy, cop's cop, retired law enforcement, now he has Officer Privacy, and Google your name, go to one of these people search sites, put in your name, your city, and be amazed on what information comes up. I know what I do. I put my name in there. Nothing comes up because I use a premium service. They do everything for me, and my information's not there. I feel totally secure online that my information is not there for the person wanting to dox me. You guys in law enforcement, you know that's a threat if you're involved in one of these high-profile cases. People that listen that aren't in law enforcement, you may have an ex come after you, you may have some crazy come after you, who knows what's going on on the internet these days. Officer privacy isn't just for cops. You want to take your privacy back? OfficerPrivacy.com can help. OfficerPrivacy.com has two ways to help take your privacy back. You do it yourself. They created a custom, easy-to-use software so you can quickly navigate through the top people search sites and delete your information. They have instructions for each and every site, including a simple way to keep track of it all. And they provide access free for 14 days. Plenty of time to go through and delete your information. Or you sign up for the premium service, like I did. And they do everything for you. You sign up and their staff of current and former U.S.-based law enforcement officers will remove you from the top 30 people search sites. Then they monitor those sites. And if you show up again, bam, you're gone. Officerprivacy.com. Go check these guys out and take your privacy back. All right, without any further ado... And I apologize if I've got my order of music mixed up, but I believe we're on the boys from Apollo's Army, and this is their song, Making Sound. And we'll be right back with the meat of the podcast. 
Now, everybody give a nice, warm, non-sexual welcome to the Digital Dungeon. I have my good friend, Radio, from the formerly great state of New York. Radio, how are you, buddy? I'm a little offended by that formally, but doing okay. good. Let, you know what? Let's just start right there. Is New York State a great place? Depends on what part you're in. Okay, well, then you can't you can't come after me like, oh, I'm offended by that. Well, um, like, like upstate guys say they're great. Downstate guys say they're great. Everybody thinks the other one's an idiot. Well, no, I mean, when I say formally great, I mean the state itself. Are you talking law enforcement? Are you talking the population? Because I'm talking the population in the uh, – the government so to speak all right then yeah you gotta you have a point okay thank you now hold on a second now do the new york city guys do they think they're all that i mean as far as like troopers or just in general no i mean the, the city guys or do you yeah. even know yeah so the Go city guys the- are, are pretty full of themselves for being new york's finest i mean yeah until like they can pair themselves to anybody else Hey, you know what? Here's the thing is they've been in a lot more movies than any other police department, I think. So they have that going. I mean, you know, there's like 50,000 of them. So there's a few of them. True. True. I mean, you are a trooper in New York, the Empire State, so to speak. That is true. Is New York like a state patrol type thing where all you guys do is traffic or you guys state police where you guys have a little more responsibility? We do. We do pretty much everything, but like parking tickets because some of us are highways, some of us are towns, some of us just sit in their car for 12 hours a day. And I don't, I'm completely ignorant about policing in New York. Does New York have, you know, sheriff's departments? Do they have responsibilities in the smaller counties or is that something you guys do too? Yeah, no, the counties have like, they have their sheriffs or county police, depending on where you're at. But like, there's local police too, but the troopers are all over the place. They'll be the primary agency or they'll be the backup agency for some jurisdictions. It's, it makes no sense. It really doesn't. It, where I, and I, I shit on Colorado a lot, but it was really simple in Colorado. If your city wasn't big enough to have cops, then the sheriff's department would take care of your city. If, and then if you didn't live in a city, then the sheriff's department would take care of you. And then the state, all they did was the highways. And so it was really, really simple as far as jurisdiction goes. I guess to me, that's kind of confusing. Who would be primary on a call? Or I guess it probably depends where you are in the state. It depends on where you are and really just who gets dispatched. Because most places that there's more than one agency, like unless like you kind of let them do their thing, you're polling by the county so they decide who's going by who's closest that is so fucking weird like it doesn't even it makes no sense to me at all like upstate you got like i don't know probably two two or three troopers for a county and then three troopers in like a major city area plus their local pds and their sheriff department so there could be a sheriff closer or a trooper or just in general, your closest backup is 45 minutes where downstate you have multiple troopers and police departments covering like seven square miles. 
And you guys are all on the same radio channel. No. That's even more confusing. Like the you have the the local every local police has their channel. Every troop has their own channel. Every county PD has their own CAC channel. And then like EMS, fire. It's it's really like radios usually have between 10 and 15 channels that you have to listen to. Uh, my mind is boggled on how overly complicated. To be that fair. Is. To be fair. To be fair. My station. Uh, yes, I got it in early. That's what she said. He <laughs> said. That's what he said. My my station only listens to like four channels. Everything else is background noise. It just that seems like it. It's just way more complicated than it needs to be. There's just I, I'm trying to wrap my brain around this because it just seems like it'd just be so much simpler to say, all right, this is such and such. Okay, this department, this is your dis- jurisdiction. This department, this is your jurisdiction. Instead of everybody, all right, well, whoever gets there, whoever's closest gets it. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. Well, sometimes, sometimes that is what happens. Like there's local cities and local towns. They have their own police department. That police department handles their problems unless they have a real big bag that they need help with. But then like the local county, we'll poll, their sheriff will poll, who's ever closest will go to the call. Wild, man. Wild. We also have our own dispatch. So not to like drag this out because I don't know how interesting... I don't know how interesting it is for everybody else, but it's super interesting to me. So let me just run a scenario. So let's just say we're in an area of the state where you have the county and you have state cops. All right. A call comes into 911. The 911 dispatcher has to figure out. I guess that's not as complicated now that I say it out loud. Because to me, it seems like it seems like they don't figure anything out. Really? They get the call. They put the call over the radio, just say like polling for Buffalo, since people know where Buffalo is, Buffalo Area Patrol. And then each car will call in, whether it's a sheriff, Buffalo PD, or a trooper, and all their radios ping on a computer and who's ever closest. And it's usually whoever calls first. If the dispatcher isn't paying attention, um, they will get sent the call. My, it's every question I ask, it's it gets more confusing and more convoluted. So I'm just going to move on because it makes no fucking sense. I told you I don't like dispatch. Yeah. So, yeah, that's um. We'll we'll talk about dispatch down the line. Are you having anything to drink tonight, pal? Uh, being a real woodchuck and drink some butt heavies hell yeah brother i have a beer that showed up mysteriously i don't even know where it came from somewhere in tennessee oh it's fine it's a grindhouse cream ale which who knows what kind of cream it is it's made by ghost river brewing company let's have a little swig here holy shit yeah that's a good fucking beer hell yeah it's gonna be a good night all right let's do it well since we uh we went way off topic, which, by the way, I have to say real quick off the bat. Fuck you, by the way. Why? 
because when uh, we were, you know, exchanging messages, I said, hey, you know, what do you want to talk about? And you're like, well, you know, even if you pick a topic, it'll fall off the rails. So you were absolutely right, because, you know, here we are a couple, you know, 10 minutes into this thing. And we haven't really even talked about you. Just I do. I do listen to the podcast. I do hear you talk. It's it's an adventure every time. How fucking dare you? I mean, you're right. But how dare you? It is an adventure. And that's why it's different, because it's like um, maybe this is a weird analogy, but I'm going to use it because you're a New York guy. I'm Seinfeld. I'm the Seinfeld of podcast. It's a podcast about nothing. That was stereotyping. Fuck you. How dare you? How dare you? you? Well, let's talk a little bit about New York. You know what? No, fuck New York. Let's talk a little bit about you, man. So how long have you been a cop for? Just about four years. Now, speaking of stereotyping, yeah, just about uh, four years. Forget about it, eh? Thank you. That's exactly what you sound like. I know. I know. It's worse when I talk to people that aren't from New York. I I feel like you're trying not to, but it just comes out. Yeah. Also what he said. Um, what, what was your, uh, your drive, your why to get into law enforcement? Where I grew up, you either became a cop, a construction worker, or addicted to meth. C sounds like a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. Lose your teeth. It's great. I've heard it's awesome. Every time I go back home, it's just a wonderland. I'm just outstanding members of society. That is that in New York? Yeah, yeah. I just I I uh I I tried to move out of my hometown to work, but I still live in the wondrous state of New York. Okay. I wanted to bring up the meth thing real quick because I, I was interested of what the drug of choice is in New York. And I know it probably varies from place to place, but I, I guess I didn't imagine New York being a meth place, but I think there's a lot more rural areas in New York than people actually realize. Is that fair? Yeah. Um the whole blue state thing is really only because of like four counties. The rest of New York state is real. Where are my guns? Where's my pickup? Where's my meth lab? <laughs> Do you guys still have the labs? You guys got to get the stuff from Mexico. Like everybody else is getting, you don't even need the labs anymore. It's great. You really think half of the people, I, I refer to myself as a woodchuck. You think we deal with the stuff from Mexico? I don't know. I'm just saying it's crystal clear. I'm sure and downstate has it. Upstate, they they deal with Canadians. Well, them dirty fucking Canucks, man. So you guys are are you guys really still dealing with the labs though? Every once in a while. I thought that was really a thing of the the past. Like when I first started, we got issued you know the equipment. Like, hey, if this ever happens, you know, have this in your bag. But I never saw a lab. I never even heard of. You'll be. You'll get explosions. People will make the labs mobile in their car and their car will catch fire. I mean, I'm sure they were actually on the way to church and they had some candles lit and that was what caused the explosion, not a mobile meth lab. They always put their candles in soda bottles and glass bottles. It's terrible. Like you said, it's on the way to church. Yeah, on the way to church. You know, I I guess I shouldn't be surprised by the meth lab thing because, I mean, you guys are very close friends of West Virginia. And when I drove through, there was definitely some burn up trailers that had probably suffered some methy explosions. Do not speak that connection into existence. I mean, it's like a neighboring state, isn't it? You guys are pretty close. Close cousins. We got a couple of states between us and West Virginia. 
Yeah, whatever. It's still like an eight-hour drive, close enough. You just, it's just all just East Coast is just one line to you, huh? Pretty much, man. I, you guys all look the same, talk the same, act the same. Forget about it, eh? Let's go get a slice of pizza, eh? Um, I, I was going to say though, early on in my, um, potential relocation bid last year, we actually looked at upstate New York because the real estate's actually fairly cheap, right? Up there, it's great. The more North you get, the cheaper it is. Oh yeah. There, I couldn't believe how much, you know, property and land you would get for cheap, but then I think the taxes are pretty out of control, right? New York State does like to throw throw around a good tax. Well, you know, you got to pay for everybody else that ain't working, pal. You know this. Also, have to pay my own salary. Thanks for your service, buddy. It's great during tax season when New York State tells me not to get any tax refund. Well, hey man, you you're doing you're doing God's work out there. So, let's talk a little bit about policing in New York. Uh, and I'll just hit it right off the bat. Is the job dead in New York? In no, no. Really? I'm surprised to hear that. In New York City, it is, in my opinion. Oh, well, I'm, I would say based on recent stuff in the news, it's pretty, pretty dead there. But like, my station's pretty active. Our patrol area is still pretty like us a decent amount. Um, we are having trouble recruiting because New York State doesn't know how to recruit yeah our job's not dead it's definitely getting there but i'm also still young and yeah you are you are still young and um green i mean four years is like a a decent chunk of time i mean you're not talking to some guy that has 20 years experience i only made it eight years so i I don't got any room to talk but i remember still being a little bright-eyed and she tailed at four years was there anything recent as for, I think 2020, did you guys get any new bills about policing in the state of New York that handcuffed you guys or not really? They tried to change our defensive tactics because of the city, because we have troopers in the city now. So they tried to change our defensive tactics. And then six months later, uh, the new defensive tactics were proven to be unconstitutional because yeah. we you weren't able to arrest anyone because you weren't able to put any pressure on them on their back or force their arms or anything like that. Didn't they just change that back though in New York city for the city? Yeah. I thought I just read that. Yeah. Cause it took like after six months, it was just found to be unconstitutional. So they took it back. So there's been no real, they keep adding new rules and stuff. And like, we just got body cameras. So there's laws, but it's nothing crazy. Okay, so, and I, I assume you're not anywhere near the city. Is that fair? Correct. Okay. How is the reception of the public to you guys? You guys, you know, the, 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 the people wave with all five fingers or just with one? Pretty much five. Uh, occasionally you'll catch that one, but that's, that's usually the, like, the repeat guys, the ones that we always deal with, the ones that whose first names we know before we go on scene, but... Yeah, the, the public likes, a, particularly my station, we're the main agency in the area, and they seem to like us. I mean, they give us free food during the holidays. That's good. Let me ask you something very specific to New York State Police, and I think everybody that's listening to the podcast is wondering, are you the guy that's pegging 
Como's uh, was it Como's uh, daughter? Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I was gonna yeah. give you a, a big round of applause for that. Yeah. Um, my wife would murder me. Yeah. I mean, what if she was there? Would she be into it there? No. No. Okay. So no, this she's not the Swinger Point 2.0. Yeah. Sorry about that. This did that dude though. He got sent all the way up to like the Canadian border, but God, he he is a hero for like the whole state police. So what's what's the actual background on that? Because all I heard was basically he's plugging Como's daughter and he finds out about it and he fucking gets some shipped to the border. Are they still together or what's the actual story with that? That whole it's all a gray area. Like no, you're it's always just hearsay. Like they he was part of her protection detail. And oh, he was protecting her. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, consensual, you know, two adults. And Cuomo wasn't happy about it. So he transferred the guy. And allegedly they were still talking. But he was not allowed downstate to see her. He wasn't allowed to see her? Allegedly. She's a fucking adult, right? Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Like I said, everything's alleged. Allegedly. Well, you know, it, it came out that Como is like a really good guy and, you know, he wasn't doing goofy shit and he's not a total complete piece of shit. So I'm sure it's fine. Hey, listen, he was my boss. He was a great guy. Okay. Well, great guy. He's an utter piece of shit in my eyes. So I hope, uh, you know, whatever happens in his life is really great because he's an utter piece of shit. All right. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back at the podcast. K Fonta Designs is owned and operated by an LEO wife in Oklahoma. They have law enforcement and other first responder flags, home decor, ornaments, barware, and lots more. You can visit them at kfrontadesigns.com. I'll have a link in the podcast description. And if that name sounds familiar, they made poorly made police means ornaments last year, and they were on season one, episode 15, and episode 27. Good friends of the podcast, great people. kfrontadesigns.com. And now back to the podcast. Let me ask you this because a lot of questions came up and I hate to get to the Instagram questions, but I, I'm super curious. Do you guys have a purple fucking tie? Yeah. Um, on our winter uniform, like on our long sleeve uniform, we have to wear a purple tie. What's the significance behind that? Boy, I'm definitely supposed to know that. Oh, you don't fucking know. Why are you? You're supposed to answer questions of the people. It, and you can't even it, represent it, your it, agency. The color was literally just like the uh, Roman royal color, and that's why it was picked. It was, I was repeat that one more time. I didn't hear you. The uh, color is from just purple being the royal color in the Roman army. Um, and our original uniform was a long sleeve and a tie all year round, so they just kept it going. Interesting. Yeah. Everybody waits for that day that the email when you switch over to a short sleeve shirt. Do you guys have to wear that the tie every night on the in a winter? Only yeah, every every day you gotta wear it. Um during the winter. Anytime you have your long sleeve shirt on, you wear the tie. I feel like that could be a little cumbersome when you're dealing with some folks that don't want to be dealt with. It's a clip on. Oh, I mean still, I mean it's still I don't know. I, I guess like, you know what? I can't really say shit because I tried to institute on my team unsuccessfully hat and tie yeah. Fridays. 
Don't you wear a bus hat? Didn't you wear a bus hat all the time? How fucking dare you? Don't fucking talk about my hat like that. The fucking fantastic hat. I don't know how much we've talked about the hat. Okay, so here, here's the story of the hat. And if I've talked about it in a prior podcast, I, I apologize. I know we have some new listeners. But I just I always thought it was like a great thing to wear in a uniform. I thought it made you look more professional. To me, it was like a, a way of paying respect to the guys before you. And I just thought it looked sharper than a ball cap. So I was all about it. And I wish we had a baseball cap. Uh, it looks like trash. You're fine. Um, what kind of hat? You guys have the big trooper hats, right? Yeah, yeah. We have the Stetson. Oh, you guys wear fucking Stetsons? Yeah. Oh, that's fucking cool. I'm going to have to Google the Stetson because I really cowboy hats. I don't I don't know why I can't picture that. It, yeah, my it's just a cowboy hat. That's what everybody calls it when they see us in public. If you're not wearing it, you hear people yell at the window, where's your cowboy hat? It's, uh, it's supposed to be beaver skin, but it's not anymore. It's like some fake material. I don't know. Is beaver too hard to come by in New York? hey yeah, really. <laughs> All right, um, let me, look, let me fam- Google the hat right now. Where the fuck? Why can't I find this damn hat? Poorly made. You really can't find a picture of it? That I wouldn't say that's a cowboy hat. It's not like big troop. It's like medium troop hat. It's weird though. Is that how long has the agency worn that hat for? Like ever? Yep. Wow. Nineteen seventeen. I mean, that's not forever. That's only like a hundred years. But that's 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 the entirety of the state police. Do you guys? Okay, so how much trouble do you guys get in if you're not wearing the hat? It depends on where you work. Like so some supervisors are cool and some are not yeah. so much. You're supposed to wear it anytime you're out of the car. But like at night, it's a safety hazard. So a lot of people don't wear it. Down in the city, I know there's a supervisor. If you don't have the Stetson on, anytime you're outside of your car or a building, you get written up. That's a little intense. It is. Um, I don't know. I only wear it on traffic stops or if there is a serious incident where photos may be taken. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Well, we ne- we weren't required to ha- wear hats. Nobody fucking wore hats except for like five of us, if that. And so that, that was kind of my thing. But I, I didn't have the balls to wear it in FTO. I was like, ah, I don't think I can wear this in FTO. And then my, I finally, I got to my first team. And after a month, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking do it. I don't care what anybody says. And uh, I remember the first call I went on my sergeant. My, it was a new sergeant. He was like, hey, uh, hey, Lenny, you know you don't have to wear that hat, right? That was the first thing anybody ever said to me about it. And I, I kept wearing it. And uh, I got to midnights and they had an intervention for me about my hat and I just kept wearing it. And eventually people just like, Oh, he's the hat guy. And it, that was it. I fucking loved my hat. Don't ever talk bad about it again. Okay. You might not care for your hat, but I care a lot about my hat. Excuse me. I love my hat. That's no, on my dashboard all shift. And it looks great. It looks great there. I dude, I think the ball caps look tacky, man. I think, you know, a lot of guys are going to, you know, start screaming and throwing their fucking, soy lattes at me but i think the vest carriers also look tacky 
our our investor under our uniforms. Yeah, that's that's the way it should be. I don't like the uh, like when the guys have the outer vest, they look like security guards to me. I'm not saying it's it, you know, it's probably the future and it is what it is, but I just to me, I, I think a cop should be in a uniform, a proper uniform. But I realize it's more complex than that because it's more important to be able to get to your gear and, and be have better gear and have equipment there and on you and stuff like that, where the, the outer vest allows you to have more stuff. So what is a proper uniform for you? For me? Yeah. Um, oh, and by the way, just to dime myself out, I, I wore the fucking cargo pants where people are like, you're fucking wearing BDUs and you're not wearing your dress pants. You wear your hat. I can't get it all right. Okay. Poorly made. I don't have an issue with the, you know, decent looking BDUs, not shitty looking BDUs with like a million pockets. I think that looks tacky. You like, you look like a dad on vacation. Yeah. But yeah, I'm good with having a couple spare pockets. I think that's a, a good deal. But I, I think like the old school, you know, leather belt, you know, a lot of guys have the Velcro belts. I don't, I don't know. I don't, it's just, it's, it's tacky looking. And then a uniform shirt. That's uh not white. Do you get what color are your uniform sh- shirts? Are they white? You guys aren't white They're guys. Gray. They're wool, polyester, and gray. Ah, uh, I can live with that. I don't know why the white ones bug me so much, but they 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 do. Columbus they, has them. I don't know who else really has them. Maybe Cincinnati. I think has white ones too. I ruin that every shift. Oh, I, there's no way I wouldn't spill coffee and shit all over it. I don't know a real uniform shirt that has a fucking real badge not something sewed on we don't have badges on our uniform we have our patch on our sleeve we don't have badges or our shield number on our uniforms you don't have a badge but you wear a fucking tie we have our shield which some guys carry some guys don't but we don't have anything on our uniform it's literally the tie a name tag a body camo and two pockets is the dress uniform and the patrol uniform different? Uh, the dress uniform, we have a Sam. We don't wear the vest. And uh, we have a blouse, which is just another jacket, and a Sam Brown belt. Oh, Sam, that's the term I always look for is Sam Brown. Is that the type of belt I think you should wear? Okay, yeah, I have some troopers pulled up here, and they're trooping hard. I, I'm still concerned what photos you're looking at. Whatever's on Google, man. I, man. That is fucking unbelievable. You guys don't have your shield. That is so weird. I don't know why it's bugging me so much. First, the dispatch thing, and I, I can't wrap my head around that. <laughs> and then you guys are cops, but you don't have a fucking shield, which we, I'll call it shield for you because you're on the East Coast. It's a fucking Mine's bad. in my pocket. I carry mine in my pocket. Why isn't it on your fucking shirt? I don't know. We don't have a spot for it. We're the only agency. Like sheriffs and local police all have their little sewn on patch shield. I, I'm I don't know why I can't handle this. It is it's bugging me a lot more than it should. We I also don't it. we're not allowed to have like pants with pockets. We have pretty much dress pants as our uniform pants. Yeah, that's a problem. So if it don't if it don't fit on your belt, it doesn't come with you. I, I don't even know what to say. This is weird. We need to move on before I get. You're getting very angry for no reason. I'm getting really angry for no reason about this. Well, let's talk about what angers you because you were triggered. You came into my, you spilt your soy latte and you crushed it and you were so mad at dispatch. Why do you hate dispatch so much? Because 
it's civilians, troopers, and then troopers who don't go on the road anymore. And nobody knows how to communicate. Nobody knows what they're supposed to be doing until a trooper who is still on the road goes down. And then they just annoy everyone with the stuff they do. So everybody's just always angry. I don't know what the fuck's going on in New York. (laughs) First of all, you don't wear fucking shields on your uniform. Makes no fucking sense. Dude, second of all, this is going to be a problem, huh? This is going to be a problem, man. I'm going to, I'm going to, the episode is going to be called where the fuck is your shield or something like that. But so, so you don't have that. Um, You know what? I'm looking at the rest of the uniform, the tie. I actually think it looks sharp. I'm good with it. But the, the dispatch thing is just so weird to me that you guys have this hodgepodge of people. And I mean, guys on the road, you know, could do overtime in my agency at dispatch if they knew how to dispatch. But it was very and, and don't get me wrong, man. I, I'm that guy. I've I've fucking cried and bitched about had some issues with dispatch. I think every cop has. But it sounds just so fucking disorganized, man. I don't, I don't know how you guys can function with that type of environment. We, uh, we get angry and we, we don't rely on dispatch notes. Like you could be, you could be sent a whole bunch of dispatch notes and it could be completely wrong. So you just kind of go with the address and hope you're not going into a bag of shit. I was going to bring up, that sounds like a, a big officer safety issue. Is there anything going on like in the works where they're going to try and clean things up or it just kind of, well, this is the way it is. Good luck. No, not to it, New York state's reactive. So it's going to take somebody getting hurt before they fix dispatch. We say it a lot. Well, uh, I will, all, me and my millions of listeners, we will write Como. He is not you know, he's gone, right? Yeah, we'll just write him because we don't like him. Um, uh, and then we will write whoever the governor is now and tell him to get their shit together because I don't want a cop getting hurt because the dispatch is a mess. You would think that the governor would care. We're not an agent. We're not like a department in New York State. We are a division. So, like, my top boss is the governor, but the governor doesn't care about us. Well, I mean... Very few, bo- and I don't care who I upset, very few bosses in law enforcement, A, are actually cops anymore, and True. B, actually care about their troops. They just care, care about the next fucking job they're going to get. As far as, like, our chain of command, it usually goes up to the major before it, like, falls apart. What it, What is the chain of command in New York? So you got a line officer, and then where does it go? You got road trooper, sergeant, lieutenant, captains majors and then the mythical ivory tower and it's just a whole bunch of extra like assistant deputies deputies superintendent a whole bunch of i don't want to ever interact with you people i gotcha now i i wanted to welcome a guest to the podcast who hasn't been here in a long time but stan Stan is here taking a shit everybody thanks for uh, making an appearance stan it's been a long time (laughs) Thanks for doing that. I, I don't think Stan's made an appearance on the podcast this whole entire season. So good for you, buddy. You it's find that a, right spot. You keep digging. It's been a time. It has been a time. So how long have you listened to the podcast for? 
Uh, probably about a year. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot here. Which one do you think is the worst one? Oh, that's that's not fair. <laughs> what do you mean? There's so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like picking because like you're my go to like on patrol, like keep my mood light. And then every once in a while, like I just like you just make me hate being a cop. You know, I, it's kind of fucked up. I've been thinking about this a lot and I've brought it up before. Like sometimes I'm not sure what my role is. I don't know if I'm hurting or if I'm helping. You're, you're like, I feel like I'm like one of the only East coast cops you've talked to. We're like, I feel so bad for everyone on the West coast. See, and I just make an assumption that New York, your life fucking sucks to be a cop, but it sounds like really if you're outside of the cities, you're fine. Like I know I've heard some shit in Buffalo. I've heard some shit in Syracuse and obviously, you know, in in the city, but it sounds like the rest of the state's not a bad place to be a cop. Yeah, that's really it. Outside of like the major cities, it's great. Is there a lot of anger from the, I guess we'll just call them the red counties towards you know, basically the four counties that control the rest of the state. I mean, is there a lot of animosity? They they catch the blame every time we have an issue and every time, like, there's an election, pretty much. So I know there's, there's several states, like in Colorado did it, or they didn't do it, but there's, there's always this push of, like, well, fuck the cities. We're just going to become our own state. Are there are people up in arms with their pitchforks in New York or no? Not that I know of. Um but I mean, I, I tend to drive through a pretty moderate area. The more, like I said, the more north you get, the closer you get to Canada, that's where like, it turns like blood red. They don't, up north, it's, it's a different world up there. So they're, we already kind of consider them a different state. Why is that though? I'm curious. Like when you say blood red, like what do you, you like, mean like that, like very extreme type right stuff? Yeah. Like. If you didn't know any better, you'd think that they were from, like, Texas with a Canadian accent. (laughs) You know, I brought this story up before, but I think that even within certain states, you have, like, you might have, like, here's the perfect example is I, there was a guy that came from Texas at my agency before I left, and he said when he was in Texas, he considered himself a Democrat. And when he moved to Colorado, he was like, holy shit, this is crazy. I think I'm a Republican now. So there's like Texas blue, which would be like red in Colorado, where I would say in Colorado, I'm very red. But then out here in Iowa, I'm probably a little less red or maybe like a a lighter, not quite blood red. That's a bad analogy. I don't. Girls know all the fucking different shades of red. There's, it's just red. I'm just a light red here, I guess. Where I feel like I'm probably more centrist, and there maybe I don't want to call them extreme views, but I, I guess I'm more towards the middle here. So I, I guess it. it's just kind of interesting. Different states, the different, you know, because like where you're saying is blood red in New York. Hell, they might be Democrats in a different state, depending where at. You know, if that makes any sense. You got a point. I mean, I. I was born and raised in the 
northeast. Like the longest I've spent outside of the northeast is, I don't know, like a week. So, where did you go for that week? Was it a vacation? Uh, yeah, I went to uh, went to New Orleans. How was that? Did you go during Mardi Gras? Uh, no, I just went in the middle of summer as a high schooler. I don't remember a whole bunch of it. This is a great topic for the podcast. I guess we'll move on. Thanks for your contribution. Yeah, I went in high school. I don't remember anything. Thanks a lot, Dick. I got I drunk. Saying, I you're making true for money and you're not going out on these badass vacations? No. What, is your, what does your wife think about that? My wife hates that I don't travel. What are you doing, bro? Get out and live a little bit. I'm a homebody. I don't know. I, I'm also making a, doing a ton of overtime to pay for her trips, her little girl weekends to Lake George and stuff. Did you say Lake George? Yeah. That's, uh, that's her oh, I know about weekend retreat. I know about Lake George. Look at you. Um, that's, um, you want to hear a story? I'm Please. pretty sure. I am pretty sure it was at Lake George because you said it and I'm like, oh, I think that's it. Because that's in, that's in New York State. That's in New York, right? Upstate. Yeah. A lake and it has like a little lodge up there and stuff like that. It's a it's a pretty busy town during the summer. Okay. One of the earliest memories I have in my entire life was at Lake George. There was a family reunion. It was probably in the 80s. It, no, it had to be in the 80s. And I remember a hotel room, just a little bit of it. And I remember running around. It turns out um, my parents were out drinking with family and I had somehow got out of my crib and went running buck naked through a hotel or lodge in Lake George. Good for you. It was, I'm pretty sure uh, three-year-old Lenny or two-year-old Lenny had a really great time there. It sounds like it sounds like you did the same thing a lot of college age kids do there too. <laughs> uh, a new potential name is streaking in Lake George. There you go. <laughs> you know, my dad is coming out in a couple days, and uh, maybe we'll do the old man part two, and I will I'll have him tell the story. Oh, that'd be that'd be because I I mean great. I was fucking little I don't remember I just remember bits and pieces and. You know stuff people have told me over the years, so I'll try to remember that. You that think he'll just he'll just tell you? Yeah, your mom and I would just sling him, and you're we just see your little dick flying. <laughs> I I might be making up that I was streaking. I might have I might have just been in a diaper. I, I I don't remember. I just it's weird that I remember the hotel room and I remember running around, but I I like it's just like a little clip. You know what I mean? I got gotcha. you. You know, when you're like two or three, I don't think you really remember anything. I don't know. What's, what's your earliest memory? God, uh, that would be a great question to ask people because I'm sure it's all over the fucking place. My earliest memory was my sister dropping me down a flight of stairs. Yeet! Yeah. Well, that explains why you became a trooper. Yeah. You know, hey, oh. say that. How old are you? How old were you when that happened? Uh, two. Okay. Yeah. So that, I mean, I feel like that's uh, when you start kind of gaining consciousness. I don't know if you've seen it, but I've seen a couple of videos where it's like a, you know, like you're five and then all of a sudden you like fucking realize you're a person and you're alive. Like, whoa, what the fuck? What's going on? Yeah, I mean, it's, kind of, it's kind of freaky, right? Because you got to think when you're a little, you don't really 
I mean, like my kid is going to turn, my littlest is going to turn two in a week. And like, we have a good time and we play and he, like, he knows certain things. Right. But he ain't going to remember any of it. Like all this. I mean, he'll, maybe he'll remember the emotions or the feelings, but he's not going to remember the details or anything. I think babies just have like really short-term memory. He I, don't might, I mean, if you're, if you're drinking, he'll remember what, like, that's how, that's why I drink Bud. My father was always drinking Bud. That was a really good beer, man. I wish I had more of them. They're going to show up again. They may just show up. Yeah, this was really fucking good. The Grindhouse Cream Ale. It didn't even, when I thought like a cream ale was going to be like a blonde or something weird, but it was fucking, it was really good. Did it have like a cream soda taste or like? No, it, it was, honestly, it kind of had an amber taste. It was just really easy to drink. I don't know how else to put it. it I don't know. It was really good. I, I can't, I can't describe it, but it was delicious my brother so i mentioned my dad is coming out in a few days and my brothers are coming out my brother wants to be on the podcast i don't know what we're going to talk about but we'll see if it happens no promises but i know i'm going to be drinking a lot of fucking beer over the next couple days so just one tonight i'm going to stay sober and plus if you've listened to the last three podcasts before this i was pretty hammered on all three of them so i'll I'll try and stay sober for this one you hit serious topics the last couple ones Dude, you haven't even heard two of them. Oh, when, when I, oh yeah. No, the, you're going to be in a couple weeks. So did, did you hear the one I just released with old Ben? Yeah, I listened to it today. Okay. So that one, and then I've got um, Silent Bob, the, the, my lawyer guy, my lawyer butter, buddy. Oh, He's that's going to be a great one. Oh, yeah. Well, we did four hours, and I just decided, you know what? That's a lot. So we'll just, we cut it in two, but it's. I have at this point, honestly, I haven't even listened to the second half of it yet. And I was fucking destroyed on the first half of it. <laughs> so I, the second half, I just remember laughing a lot. So I can't wait. It's going to be a good time. He's going to be saying some serious, like important shit. And you're just going to be giggling in the background. Probably. Yeah. What a fucking God is so lucky. I stumbled across that guy and he sent me a message. He's been such a great resource for the podcast. A lot of your recurring guests are. This is. Hey, okay. Now I'm going to put you on the spot. Out of the the main recurring guests, so we got we got Bob, we got Ben, and we have Popo. Who is your favorite? I won't make you say the least favorite because I don't want to hurt feelings. But who's your favorite out of those three? I really after tonight, I really like. But when you talk to Ben, that was a good talk, man. We had a good show. Me and T- me and Ben have this thing, man. And like, you know, like if it wasn't for the sex, I'd be totally good with it. Me, I don't know. Me and Ben just have this uh, really good thing, man. It's uh, I like talking to him. I don't know if you saw it, but I had a live stream with him not too long ago too, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, the just the topic today too was just the from the like, especially like addressing like your posts and people sharing your posts. Yeah, it kind of sucks, man. Doesn't it though that you can't? You I mean, can't I'm the same way. I I send them joke. to my. I send them to my coworkers, but I don't like I every once in a while I'll see one that I post on my story, but like my station does post if somebody messes up, they'll print out your memes and like put the person's face over it and stick it on their locker. <laughs> and then it has to come down to an audit. It's a, I don't know, man. It's just like a fucked up. You'd like to think that we could just be grown-ups and have a adult conversation or just fucking joke about something even if it's inappropriate but we can't yeah no we can't because it will hurt somebody's feelings and you know you can't 
you can't be an impartial officer if you make a damn joke. It's fucked up. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the podcast. Are you a copper lawyer that loves training? I suggest checking out my friends over at Pinnacle Training, Consulting, and Investigations. Pinnacle TCI is a veteran and law enforcement owned and operated company. They're staffed with active and retired law enforcement professionals and attorneys with decades worth of experience in both investigations and in the courtroom. To inquire about hosting training, email them at info at PinnacleTCI.com or check them out on the web at www.PinnacleTCI.com. And of course, I'll have a link in the podcast description. Now back to the podcast. So I, I guess the to kind of get back on track, which there we are, there's probably two or three that were off track. So again, fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Um, dispatch stuff. I, I can't really speak to what you're going through because it's nonsense to me. Like in my brain, it, it doesn't even make sense what's going on up there. I know, and I guess I'm going to, I'm going to share some information to the young, young pups out there and maybe the old pups out there. I think a big issue where there's this thing where it's just like a story as old as time, right? Where nobody gets along with dispatch or dispatch get mad at cops, cops get mad at dispatch. It's always a mess. At my agency, the problem was there was different mission. You know, for us, it's to handle the call right and properly and get through it where dispatch their job was to shit out these calls as quick as possible. Yes. And they know we're all tied up. They know we're on calls and you know, there's, you know, Hey, can we get cars to clear? And it would be, I get if it's like something like, you know, you got to get to really fucking quick, like, you know, active, but you know, bullshit calls. Hey, we, you know, any car calls to clear for this bullshit thing stop, like get off the radio. We know it's, we know they're pending. We got it. We understand that. But the problem is, is it's not their fault. It's their administration's fault. And at my agency, the dispatch and police were two different things. They weren't really connected. They both were part of the city. So they just had different missions. And once I figured that out and actually talked to the dispatchers, I got it. And I knew anytime they did that, it wasn't their fault. They were just doing what they were told and how they're supposed to do things. So they, you know, get positive reviews and all that stuff. And then it made it a whole lot better for me. And I found you catch more flies with honey, right? Like if you go out and pick a fight with dispatch, we're all human beings, right? Like if I was a dispatcher and some cop was always fucking picking a fight with me, that motherfucker's getting every fucking bad call there is. I would do the same exact shit that they do. Unfortunately, it's a game. Got to be good at the game. So there's my advice to you, young Padawans. You're not going to win a fight with dispatch. You might feel good, but you're not going to win that fight. I have pissed off a couple of dispatchers. Yeah. And, and I want to be clear, too. Like, I don't want you fucking worshiping people's fucking feet, but there's no reason to get mad at them for something that's completely out of their hands. Now, I always fucking hated when dispatch felt like they were more important than the officers that shit drives me nuts same fucking team don't well you know i get to tell you where to go and blah 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 the fuck you do no no need to the same team no need to you know puff your chest out we're all trying to do the same thing kind of what were you gonna say though pal my biggest issue is when they don't relay messages like if you're going to a hot call or you're going to like i guess you call them dvs domestics 
Yep. You go into a call, you say something, they just go, received. Like you're sending another, you you told another unit to go, tell them what I just said, because I'm like half an hour away. They can't pick up my car radio. They hear you only. Come on, man. Yeah. That, you know, what always pissed me off is I would get back to the car and I would see a call note that was not dispatched. That would have been so amazing to know about. That's the worst. So amazing. Or even an officer safety thing where I'm like, fuck, I lucked out. I should have known that. And it never got dispatched out. My favorite is check the dispatch notes. I am driving to a call. Right. (laughs) I'm driving right now. Most of the times, my computer screen is about. Tell me. Yeah, exactly. Do you have a good, um, since we're exchanging stories here, do you got a good dispatch fucked up a call story? Good. So, you know how I told you we answer from the 911 polls? hmm So, I won a poll for a car accident, and... There's a whole bunch of notes about injuries and people trying to run and stuff like that. So I sent, I, I called the 911 center and said, just send it over to my, ta- my desk so they can take all the notes. And instead of taking all the notes, the call taker wrote down that it was a civil issue and there was no reason to send a second unit. When the nine one one center set over the radio, sent two units. I got on scene, and the two drivers were in a fist fight, <laughs> and the caller was a child giving the information, and was hysterically crying, still on the phone with my with my dis my call taker, asking why I took so long. That sucks. I got PC'd. You got what? I got uh, a personal complaint. Because you took so long, quote unquote? Yep. Wow. Well, hold on a second. Just to make sure I, I understand the complaint. So you got a complaint from who that you took so long? I got it. There was a complaint from the my supervisor put in a complaint that I did not respond properly to a call. But the information you had was that it was a civil but the radio, the recordings for the phenomenal one call were there's a car accident. It's escalating. My dad's in a fight. Please help. And then getting transferred over to my desk and a child hysterically crying. But you never got that information. Correct. And you got the complaint. Yeah. That makes sense. Thank you. Yeah, you totally fucking deserve that. You should have got there a lot quicker, Dick. Right? His dad was in a fight, man. What the hell are you doing lollygagging over there? (sighs) Fucking purple tie and your fucking shield in your pocket and set it on your chest. You are just such an angry person. You want to know? You want to hear a story about why I'm an angry person? Why I'm I'm in a mood tonight? Please. So I, I have to give props to radio here because... I basically was like, gave him this like three hour window, like a fucking plumber when we could start. Cause my kid had a ball game. We thought it was going to get rained out and they decided they could play. And, 
I have an issue with um, people that take Little League games pretty fucking seriously. And man, there was like this coach on the other team was fucking, they're up eight runs. The game's out of hand. They're just whatever. And he's arguing balls and strikes and he's yelling about box. And I'm like, they're fucking 12, dude. Like, I just, God, I hate that shit, man. I don't even care if the game was close. It's not the World Series. They're 12 years old. Calm down. That, that's why I'm in a mood. And I'm taking it out on you in your badgeless uniform. And I apologize so I to, for that. I meant to ask you before we started if your kid won the game. Oh, no, they got blown out. It was a yeah. bloodbath. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, you know, it kind of took the wind out of the sails of the whole game because it became this whole ordeal. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I, it, it, I don't know. There, there's more to it. I mean, it, he's bullying like the, the coach on the other teams yelling at this like high school kid who's trying to empire you know, the game the best he can. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, calm down. I'm, I may or may not have told that coach to shut his mouth, but I mean, bit. at that point in time, yeah, you, you kind of have to. Yeah. Uh, we, we won't talk about that though. Um, yeah, it was just, I don't know. It, it just, so fucking stupid you know my kids all riled up from it i'm like dude you can't like it's a fucking game like you can't like the grown don't let the grown-ups ruin it for you man just go play and have fun to be fair baseball to be fair to be fair baseball shapes a child how do you mean by that i'm curious literally baseball was like a core memory for me i agree with you man like i I look honestly, most of my memories as a kid revolve around Little League Baseball. So I, I completely agree with you, man. It was such a fucking ball. I don't, I don't remember any parents yelling back in the day, though. I, I'm sure they were. But um, th- this was actually the first game where, I'm sorry, I don't remember, I don't remember any drama. But this, this was the first game that I've experienced out here where there was some drama. But my I mean, you know, there's, there's... Coach. say what now? My father was my coach for most years. Oh, that's awesome. So you got no. the fucking pitch. No, you, you got the bat for, first every game and did no, whatever. You I'm, I was super uncoordinated as a kid. He was constantly mad. It was great. <laughs> did he throw a lot of did he hit you with the flashlight a lot when you guys were working on the car? Oh, he, it's it i appreciate you think that he was a lot he let me hold the flashlight <laughs> is that too much responsibility for you yep oh man it was uh go sit in the corner go go upstairs like i said core memories core <laughs> memories it sounds like you had a really great childhood i did i did i learned a lot i learned a lot what did you learn tell everybody what you learned let's make this fucking weird what did you learn don't try to help a construction worker with anything as a kid. What if there was a shark attack? Uh, somehow my ADD would get in the way. Okay. So no. Yep. Okay. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I really, okay. I really did like playing baseball as a kid. It's fun, man. I, I don't know how old you are. I, <laughs> were you alive in 1997? Yes. Okay. I think it was 96 or 97, the all-star game was uh in denver and larry walker almost got pegged by by the way larry walker is probably my favorite baseball player of all time 
and he almost got pegged by a Randy Johnson fastball. Oh and my he, god! He uh, and this is the All Star game, and he he was a left handed hitter. He switches to the right hand side of the plate and puts his helmet backwards. And I thought that was really cool, and I tried that, and I got benched after that shit. <laughs> Larry Walker did it. It's fucking cool. I can do it. Listen, I tried to be a shortstop just because my favorite player was Derek Jeter. Because oh, I'm, I'm Jeter. A New Yorker. I'm a New Yorker. Yeah, I mean, you have. I I got nothing bad to say about Jeter, man. I don't. And I I'm uh, I'm like everybody else in the rest of the country. Here's the thing: is everybody in on the East Coast thinks that you know it's either Boston or New York. I'm going to tell you for a fact: everybody across the country that isn't from New York or Boston hates the fucking Red Sox and hates the Yankees equally. We have heard Red this lie before. I also hate the Dodgers. Why? Fuck the Dodgers, man! I hate the Dodgers. Why? Because I don't know. They're fucking. Dodgers, I don't know. It, it's like the big name teams, man. They always have the best players, and they fucking they buy their teams. And I, I don't know. I've always hated the Dodgers. It just sounds like you're jealous. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, man. My my fucking they made it to the World Series one time and got the shit knocked out of them. So it's um it's been a hard hard life being a Rockies fan, man. Well, I mean, that's kind of your fault. It's not my fault, you know. Not not to go way off the rails. Um, I don't know if I'm purposely doing this, but we're just going to keep going off the rails. My kid, my oldest kid, he goes up to me and he goes, I think uh, this NFL season, he really likes football. He goes, I'm going to root for the Bills. I'm like, dude, you him. can't change teams every single year, dude. You're a Fairweather fan. You have to stick with a team. That's the he? law. He's 12. I mean, he's got to find his own way. No. I'm going to hit him with a flashlight in a second here. Okay. <laughs> you have to pick a team. I honestly, and I don't want to get into the whole NFL. Like, dude, I fucking love football. I don't watch it as much as I used to because I'm, I'm tired of being told blue man is bad. And you know, all the dumb shit that comes with the NFL, but you know, I spent the first 30 years of my life being a diehard Broncos fan. And it pains me that he's not. But he does like Von Miller. And so he liked Los Angeles last year because he likes Von Miller. And then, you know, Von Miller went to Buffalo. And so he's like, ah, I'm going to root for Buffalo. So maybe he's just a Von Miller guy, but he's not going to play forever. So you got to, he's got to pick a team. He might, he might just fizzle out wherever Miller leaves. Maybe. I just, we're, we're close to Kansas City. I just don't want him to be a Chiefs fan. Oof. Yeah, no. Although, I don't have an issue with Patrick Mahomes. And he actually gets mad at me where I'm like, I think Mahomes is good. And he's like, I thought you were a Broncos fan. I'm like, I am, but I don't have an issue with Patrick Mahomes. He seems like generally like a decent, okay guy that I've seen. I mean, I don't fucking read his blogs, but he seems okay to me. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a New York boy through and through. So, all right. So Jets or Giants? I'm sorry. Why did you not include the Bills in that? Oh, shit. I don't know. You said New York. I just, who cares about the Bills and who? Who else is up there? I don't even fucking know. The Bills suck. Bills are the only team in New York. That is true. That is true. Isn't there a lawsuit where some guy is saying because the Jets and the Giants play in Jersey? 
that they shouldn't be called the New York Giants or the New York Jets. They need to be called the New Jersey Jets or Giants. That's always a rumor, but nobody wants to be from Jersey. You just upset a lot of fucking guidos, man. Can I say guidos? Is that against the law? I don't know. I, I don't think so. It's a I, TV thing, so I doubt right. it. Yeah, they're all fucking, they're going to be very upset with you, man. They're going to come from Jersey Shore. In the, by the way, um, we, all know my, we all know my favorite is from Jersey Shore. Old, yeah. uh, I don't even fucking remember her name. Snuffy? <laughs> Snooky? Snooky? Snuffleupagus? Whatever the fuck her name is. There we go. Yeah, Snuffleupagus. <laughs> Holy shit. There are people what the fuck are we even talking is. about? So you're Bill's guy? No, I'm a Giants fan. All that! All that, and you fucking say Giants. Yep. Fuck you, man. Yeah. Well, I was raised Giants, Yankees, Knicks, and Rangers. I got no issues with the Rangers. Brian Leach. I don't know how old you are, but Brian Leach was one of my favorite players back in the day, man. Yeah, you're you're dating yourself a little bit, dude. He was great, man. I I one of the greatest defensemen of all time, dude. <laughs> At fucking Mike Richter, you had Mark Messier. You guys had a good team for a while. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I got to be honest, man. I have no idea what's going on in the the NHL playoffs now. I have some guys being like, "Hey, the Blues are doing real good about uh, against the Avalanche." Um, actually, one of my my dudes I talked to quite a bit, dude. I, God, man, I wish I could watch the games. I just, I don't, man. Too busy making you guys fucking podcasts. You ungrateful sons of bitches. Excuse me, I appreciate it greatly. Thanks, man. That's what I appreciate about you. So I appreciate it about you. All right. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to the podcast. I want to talk to you about my buddy Brad Williams over at Police Fit. You guys see him on the page every single Monday on Poorly Made Police Memes. Brad's going to help the new applicants and active officers smash their fitness and regain their health. Brad has 11 years experience in the fitness industry, 17 years in the military, and is also a first responder. He's going to share his experience and expertise to help applicants get their dream job and help active first responders regain their health. That's Police Fit, and I'll have a link for you on the podcast description. Back to the podcast. You want to talk about cop stuff again? I guess we should. Yeah, probably. So I, I should have prepped you for this, so I, I apologize. But I one of my buddies sent me an article today about traffic stops. And, uh, you know, Blue Man is bad still. We have all this crazy shit going on in the country, but we got to dig in our heels against the cops right now. And they were applauding a few cowardly agencies. And when I say cowardly, I don't mean the officers. I mean the, the brass who are a bunch of fucking weenies that don't want to do traffic stops anymore because traffic stops could escalate violence. Oh, not the people in the car that don't know how to act. The traffic stops and the cops are escalating the violence. And they gave this rundown of all these cases. And, you know, of course, the 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 highlight was a thing in, in Grand Rapids. And they said that just stopped for that just came up of a there was an issue with his license plate. You dumb motherfuckers. Why would somebody have a bad license plate on their car? I don't know, because the car might be stolen. You stupid fucks. I'm sorry. I'm yelling at you guys. I know you guys know this, but. The media just fucking says this shit to people that don't actually understand. Like they just think like, oh, he didn't renew his license plate on time. I, I can't speak here, everybody, but here's what ha would happen with plates. Okay. You occasionally would have the folks that just 
you know, they got a new car. They put their old plates on the car. That's why it didn't match. You stop them. Oh, it's, it's your car. It's your name. It's your plate. Hey, just go get them changed over. It's not a big deal. Right. A lot yeah. of the time it was on completely different cars and some of the time it was stolen. So that is a thing. That's a big fucking deal. Right. And you know, the license plate lights, like, I think it's a ticky tack thing to necessarily write somebody out a ticket for it. Felony plate lamps. Exactly. Dude. Why would somebody not have their license plates lit? I don't know. Maybe they're out fucking committing crimes and people can't read their license plates. It's people make this way fucking harder and do these fucking mental gymnastics to make blue man bad. And and the thing in Grand Rapids and they're like, oh, the cop escalated and it ended up in this guy's death. Dude made a lot of his own decisions. He fucking ran. He didn't comply. He grabbed the cops tasers. Dude would have just fucking talked to the guy. Even if the car was fucking stolen, nobody cares about stolen cars anymore. Probably would have got a fucking ticket for it. Okay. Yeah, you would have. He would have been let go within like an hour. Yeah, it's not a big fucking deal. I fucking hate that we can't have a realistic conversation with the public about like, stop acting like a bunch of fucking assholes. That's it. Stop being fucking confrontational about stupid shit. I can't tell you how many times I've told the story on the podcast before and not in this context, but I had a dude blow a fucking red light in front of me and I got up to the car. The dude was polite as fuck. And he's like, Hey man, I know I blew that red light. I'm going to shit my pants. I just fucking let him go. Okay. I, I can't say every cop's going to do that. You might, you might shit your pants. Cause God forbid if this guy's like a fucking bank robber or something, but respect goes both ways. You can't just, these people and people have no idea how cops are treated on a traffic stop. I mean, you'll see the, the clips of the video aftermath. You won't actually see what happened. People, you know, they're screaming and yelling at you or, or whatever. Just stop being a fucking asshole. Okay. And if your government, or if you have an issue with violations, get them off the fucking book. You don't think, you know, brake lights are important. Get it off the fucking book. They are, it's a safety issue, but whatever. And here's the other thing people don't realize. They don't want drugs on the street. They don't want their kids getting drugs. They don't want fucking guns. Where do you think cops find that shit? On traffic stops. Where do you think cops stop burglars and get your shit back? On traffic stops. I I just, we can't have a realistic conversation. And then they had the, I'm sorry, man, I'm not letting you talk. I swear I'll, I'll shut up in a second here. But then they had the fucking audacity, the fucking audacity to bring up Ella French in Chicago. And they're like, you know, that's that came, you know, she she lost her life due to a traffic stop. No, she lost her life because some ghetto piece of shit shot her. Not because of a traffic stop. She was doing her job. Some asshole fucking shot her. I'm so like, I just. It just drives me up a fucking wall, man. I'll shut up now. Nah, I'm not going to lie to you. I uh, I enjoy these little rants you go on. Well, I, I hope you guys are here for it. It doesn't, I mean, it, it falls on deaf ears, right? Because you guys already know it. Everybody that listens to podcasts, you guys know it. It's not deaf ears. It, fall, it, just, it doesn't fall on the right ears. Thanks for correcting me. I am a dumbass. But, you know, maybe occasionally I'll get a listener in that, you know, doesn't, you know, doesn't know police work. But I'm going to be honest, man. Even if, even if, quote unquote, the other side of this listened, they don't care. True. They are so entrenched 
in everything going on, they do not care. I'm not going to get deep into the weeds about the shooting in Texas because this podcast is going to be out two weeks after the fact and who knows what's going to change. But every single day, what has happened in that incident, which it's all like that whole thing makes me fucking sick, man, because I have little kids and they, you know, the pictures of little kids are up there and I just see my kids. Kids should be able to go to school and learn and be safe. The, The whole thing sickens me, but it's slowly turning into this somehow let's find a way to blame the cops for it. Yeah. I saw that today. Look, man, I'll be the first one to tell you that if it comes out down the line that, you know, cops stood idly by why shit was going on, I'm going to have a big fucking problem with it too, but there's simply not enough information out there. And what they do is they, they plant these little seeds and that's what people run with. So like guys like me and you, we're going to follow up on it because we're going to want to know what actually happened. A lot of folks in a couple of weeks, they're going to be past it. I mean, you're, you're fucking your president, Barack Obama sent out a tweet today and he's like, Hey, why we're thinking of these kids that were murdered. Let's talk about George Floyd, our patron saint of fentanyl. Let's talk about him and how we got police reform and we shouldn't forget about George Floyd. How fucking dare you, man, you fucking piece of shit. This whole baseball thing really just went down a rabbit hole for you. No, that thing pissed. I was pissed off about that before. I no, just I saw there were some there were some posts today that I wasn't too thrilled about regarding uh, that incident. That I just I try to stay off social media because of it. Yeah i I just want the whole picture, man, because it's so hard to it's so hard to draw a conclusion without actually knowing what happened like dude if they stood outside for 40 minutes while kids were being murdered we got a big fucking problem people will throw out these little fucking nuggets without the information and people latch into that and that'll be the story no matter what actually happened when we find out in a couple months what you know the full story of what happened i hope something comes out but like on face value everybody's just going to run with what they what they've seen today at least while we're talking of like comments from mothers and like allegations that the cops on scene were just standing outside. But like you said, getting too far into it's a bad idea just because the whole detail of it hasn't been released yet. It, and it's hard because everybody wants the information here and now, but it, it especially something like that, it's going to take a minute to get through everything that happened. And not to stay on my soapbox too much longer, but it just – the whole thing makes me sick because on both sides of the aisle, you know, we we're we're already past the, the, the kids right now. We're blaming each other for what happened. And, you know, it there's 19 kids that died. 19 little kids aren't going to grow up and have a life and get married and have their own kids. And it fucking makes me sick to my stomach. But we have people out there that are making it. And people are trying to make a profit off of it too, which is absolutely fucking disgusting too. But it just, here's what's going to happen, okay? We're going to spend the next six months blaming the other side. And I'm pointing fingers at everybody right now, okay? We're going to blame the other side about what happened and it's their fault. And we're going to do this posturing and nothing's going to change at all. And I'm I'm by no means a gun grabber, right? I'm I'm not, I don't, 
you can't just take everybody's guns away. I don't want people to think like, oh, I'm one of those guys, but nothing actually happens. We never come to a solution of what we can do to prevent this type of stuff, because I don't care what anybody says. That's, this isn't an acceptable thing. Like, well, this is just part of our freedoms is that kids get mowed down in school. That is not acceptable to me. There's a solution out there, but no one's willing to compromise or no one's willing to have a fucking conversation with each other. It's just political posturing and nothing's going to get done and it's going to get swept under the rug. And then it's going to happen again in two years. And then this whole fucking vicious cycle. I look, you can't prevent anything, man. You could take away every, you could go pass a law and pass every fucking gun law ever and take away every fucking gun ever. You know what? There's still going to be some fucking crazy guy that's going to go into a school and shoot it up. Dude, we are way off topic. Yeah, we are. But, but it was something that at some point would need to be addressed. And if this is coming out in two weeks, the yeah. next couple podcasts aren't going to address it. And somebody's going to want to hear yeah. your well, opinion of it. Well, and, and here's, here's the other part of it, too. Is So you can't take every gun. But then here's the thing. You put a cop on every door of every single school in the country some guy still might get through and do it. Yeah. So you can't, you, you cannot prevent these things completely. It's, and I know I just got done saying like, it shouldn't be a, a norm and it really shouldn't be a fucking norm, but I just wish that people, we spend so much fucking time in this country conditioned to attack each other. That's why what's ripping us apart. We all have to live here and, and be neighbors and get along. And no one's willing to do that. I think there's, don't get me wrong. I think there's plenty of good people that do it, but the loudest voices that we hear are unwilling to do that. And this is, this shit's going to continue to happen. And you know, I know it, we can't prevent everything from ever happening. There's everything that's ever happened in this country. Something fell through the cracks, right? 9-11. Shit fell through the cracks. Things were missed and it happened. I don't know. Like you can't prevent every single tragedy. It just, I don't even think we're trying to be honest with you. Getting real philosophical out here. Yeah. I, and part of it, I'm just upset, man. Like, I think I'm like everybody else. Like I have kids that age and it really fucking, it gets to me, man. It really fucking gets to me. Like the thought and the teachers too, man, they're in there with their kids and, and the thought that we have to, you know, little kids have to worry about that, that my fucking kids talk about that, like being worried about a school shooter and what the fuck, what kind of fucking world do we live in? And while all this is going on, all this is going on, we're talking about, you know, getting rid of cops and, and doing less with cops and having less protection. And I it just it's a fucking mess, man. It just it makes me sad. It, it makes me sick. It's disgusting. Like you said, both sides are talking out of both sides of their mouth to see which of their views is most beneficial at that time. We all have to live here. At the end of the day, nobody's side's ever going to win out. I, I don't know who needs to hear this. No one's side's going to win out because there's always going to be that element of, I don't like that thing i don't know what the answer is man i don't know what the fucking answer is to that but 
I know what the answer isn't. Whatever the fuck we're doing right now. True. I know that's not working. I don't know. I just, and I guess the other thing I'll, I'll throw out there and then we can talk about happy stuff is, and I mean this fucking like seriously, like if you see something and it's a red fucking flag, don't push past it. Address it. Don't, you know, if it's something with your kids, if it's something with somebody, you know, and I know I don't have a huge influence on people or when I say a huge influence, I mean, I don't have millions of people. Right. But that shit down the line, I mean, like somebody in that guy's life, that piece of shit's life knew something was up. I don't know. And, and that and it speaks to the mental health problems in this country too, where we got, we have a lot of people that uh, need a lot of help and they're not getting it. And I don't know what the solution is to that, but it's certainly not bicker and yell and don't get anything done. And then wait till something else happens and bicker and yell and don't get anything done. That's not the solution either. Just saying. You want to talk about something happy? Sure. I don't yeah. even know where, I don't even know where the follow up with that buddy. There's you no... me up. It's on you. So, Oh God, that just piss you off more. No, just do it. Do it. I've never driven. I've never gotten to drive a Crown Vic during patrol. Well, I mean, you're you're a young pup. Yeah, I've only got. I I got to watch a Crown Vic during our Evoc training. How did that make you feel? It uh, warm and fuzzy. It it did some things. It did some things. There was a little bit of movement there. A little bit of movement. Good for you, buddy. And emphasis on a little bit. Yeah, unfortunately. So, <laughs> hey, man, it happens to the best of us. What kind of what kind of vehicle is does the New York State Police have? Majority are, are Chargers. We have a couple of Tahoes holding on, and then uh, some Explorers. How does the Charger do in the snow? Uh, the V8s aren't terrible. Uh. There's so much in the car, just between the radios and all the supplies they want us to carry in the car and the snow tires, they do pretty well. The V6s, um, they just started rolling those out. They're not as good just because they don't have as much power. But yeah, why'd you get away from the fucking Hemis, man? Uh, Because they told us to go fuck ourselves. Thanks, Obama. I'm just going to blame Obama for everything. All right. I mean, all right. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, thanks, Bin Laden. There you I, go. I don't think it was a you guys thing. I think Dodge went away from the Hemis. It was, no, it was, it was, uh, it was Dodge. Dodge chose to change the package. There's a joke in there with the package. I know uh, what I said. Is that, <laughs> I said what I said. Uh, is that, is it all wheel drive still though? Yes. All right. Well, I guess I can't ask you what your favorite patrol car is of all time. Because you, you've never, I mean, I mean, you know, it's the Crown Vic, even though you haven't driven it though, right? Obviously. Obviously. Thank you very much. Um, buddy, was there anything, uh, I'll cut this all out, but there, was there anything you wanted to talk about that we didn't get to, or you want me to hit the Instagram questions? Uh, you can hit the IG questions. Say what now? Mm-hmm. You can hit the Instagram. You, you did pretty good at uh at you 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 filled my uh 
my goals for this. Okay. Having you go off completely in left field. <laughs> what a douchebag. From a trooper to a trooper, how great does it feel to be literally better than everyone? God, I was I, I expected you to make a comment about this well before we got into off topic shit. It uh that seven month academy really makes you feel like you're better than everybody else for a little bit. What do, what do the rest of the cops in New York get? Um, a lot of them do. I mean, it's a, it's a couple months, but a lot of them go home. Um, for troop for us, you go up to Albany Sunday night through Friday afternoon, and there's no contact with the outside world while you're up there. Just a bunch of dudes in close quarters. A couple girls. Just a bunch of dudes and a couple girls in close quarters. Yep. I mean, never mind. There's some jokes to be made, but I won't do it. I mean, you're sounding kind of like firefighters, though. Oh, whoa, whoa. You guys whoa, are like whoa. the firefighters of the police world. Whoa, whoa. How dare you? <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. How Taking dare you? Way off the tracks. How dare you? Eh, live with it, firefighter trooper. You are. I'm hostile right now, sir. I am hostile. I'm in a fucking mood, buddy. I see that. Just you don't need to you need to compare me to a fire. I go to calls, I help people. Okay, so here's here's the thing, and this may trigger you, but (laughs) in my experience, you know, troopers only did wrecks, right? So when you say that you go, I mean they did traffic stops and wrecks. When you say you go to calls, I'm like, oh, he's not really a trooper. To me, a trooper is that guy that's solely focused on the highway in his big hat. And that's, to me, the folks that think they're better than everybody else, even though they don't know how to take a, a, a report. So you're not even really a trooper. We have guys like that. Like, there are troopers like that. Just a lot more of New York's troopers are the local police than people think. So you guys are like a mixed department. I guess, yeah, if you want to, if you really want to nitpick like that. I guess so. Um, let's see. One guy asked if you think it would get better in New York, but apparently you think it's just fine. It'll, it, I mean, it could get better. Just you need to stop counting Buffalo, Syracuse, and the five boroughs, and Westchester, and Rockland so much. What about Yonkers? <laughs> That's part of Westchester. I don't know what Westchester is. It's uh, it's everything blue above Manhattan. Okay. I like Yonkers because it's called Yonkers and it makes me giggle. If you're from Yonkers, it's called Yonkers. Yonkers. Let's go get some Dunkin' at Yonkers, eh? <laughs> by the way, I, I still stand by my statement that generally Dunkin' is better on the East Coast. I got to be honest, though, man. I was in Kearney, Nebraska recently. Wow. They have a Dunkin' there. You've never even been to Nebraska. How fucking dare you? <laughs> um, they have a Dunkin' there, and it blew me away how good it was. So, Kearney, Nebraska, fucking give yourself, say, uh, if anybody listens in Kearney, send me a message. I'd, I'd love to hear that. But give yourself a pat on the back. You guys did really well there. What the fuck is Gabagoo? I'm not Italian. Don't, don't. Don't, don't, I'm not trying to get 
canceled. Okay, I don't know what it is. It's I a, literally don't know what it is. It's an Italian thing they say. It's a stereotype. Okay, but is the gabagoo like when somebody says gabagoo? I just felt like it was a fucking thing they said to describe something. Like it didn't have an actual meaning. Or does it have some fucking fucked up meaning that I don't know? Uh, I mean, I've heard some people just like describe, like the same way you say like shit. I've heard people say God say that. And like other people like refer to like some kind of food. Honestly, I don't know. I don't, I don't associate with people that say gabagoo. Well, apparently it's a Sopranos thing and don't fucking at me. But I have never, ever seen The Sopranos. So go fuck yeah, yourself. it's cool. Neither have I. I just had no, I had no desire to watch it. Interesting. Apparently, it's fucking ham. It's ham. Are you looking it up? It's the Urban Dictionary. Oh, good for yeah. you looking it up. No, no, weird. What are okay. you most? So, the question was about if. You get Gabagool if you're a Long Islander and New York cop, but I don't know. Oh, you do that if you're if you're Italian. Long Islanders are all well, mostly Jewish. How dare you assume their race? Is that really true? They, there's a lot of it. it it's a, it's a bit of a stereotype, to my knowledge, but yeah. So you're being you're fucking throwing out stereotypes about Italians and Jews. Welcome Let me to guess, York. you're German. Porsche, partly. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know if I can make that joke. Um, I'm going to. All right. So this is a fucking stereotype right here. Is Billy Joel like a living legend around there? Or is he just kind of like, oh, yeah, he's from here kind of deal. Out on the island, Long Island, he is Jesus reincarnated. Now, when I see Billy Joel, I just picture New York. Yeah. Yeah, I just he he's New York. I do you like Billy Joel? I can't believe we haven't talked about Billy Joel yet on this podcast. I uh I mean more of my parents' generation of music, but I'm not gonna tell you to turn it off when it, when a song of his comes on. I gotta be in a mood, I think, for Billy Joel. Um, but I don't I don't mind. No, I mean some I mean it's classic fucking shit, man. That's that's exactly it. Yeah, my uh, my uncle does a fucking killer rendition of uh, I don't know the official name of the song. Don't fucking at me, you Long Islanders. But the uh, you may be right. Maybe I'm crazy. What's the name of that song? I don't know. Fuck you. Okay. What kind of New Yorker are you, man? You don't even know what the fuck's going on. I, growing up, I only listened to rap. To what? Rap. Rap or rat? Rap. R-A-P. Oh, I was going to give you some like trailer trash points for rat. R-A-T-T. I don't even know what to fucking tell you about rap. Who's your favorite Your favorite rapist? rapist? Growing up with Biggie. Oh, you can't go wrong with Biggie until he died. He did. Did he die? He, allegedly. Allegedly. Tupac too, allegedly. Allegedly. Um, let's see here. So how does it work to get assigned out there? Do you get to pick where you go kind of thing and say, Hey, I'd like to go here. Or is it pretty much at the Academy? Here you go. Good luck. At either Academy, they give you three choices. 
Um, and then out of those three choices, they pick where they're going to send you for field training. And then out of field training, you get sent someplace else. And then most times that's nowhere near where you want to be. So you put in for a transfer and hope that they do transfers within the next year. So you are, if there's spots, you can move around the state. Yeah, but usually it only happens when there's a new academy class coming out. I gotcha. That would be the, I think that most troopers are like that across the states. I could be wrong. I know Colorado was like that. You know, you'd have, you know, you wouldn't even have like a full troop or they'd be part of some troop, but, you know, like you'd have two guys assigned to Julesburg, which is like basically Nebraska. And that's it. Like the two guys out in Julesburg or like the two guys out in Lyman, or you might be lucky and you might get a spot up in the mountains where everybody gets the same pace. So if you're out on like Eastern Plains, Colorado, you're fucking living like a king. But if you're a metro area trooper, you're fucking str- on the struggle bus like everybody else because it's fucking crazy expensive to live. I assume that's the same way in New York. Everybody gets paid the same. There's a base salary, but there's also location pay. Really? Yes, but the location pay is only for the southern half of the state. That sounds racist to me. That's where it's expensive. All that blue really makes it expensive. They're for the common man, though. Uh, Not at tax season. Common man. Great people. They'll tell you themselves. So I don't know if you can answer this. Even though I said that you were a trooper, folks... (laughs) had some questions about nypd the question is is it true that nypd will arrest out-of-state officers if they're carrying in the city the only people who can carry guns in the city or like to get an nyc permit is almost impossible you have to be a police officer but you have to have you better have your id and badge on you the entire time really so they're hardcore about that huh yeah, and there's a lot of places you're still not allowed. Like, the only people allowed to bring a gun into Madison Square Garden is NYPD. I I went to New York a couple of years ago, or like four years ago now, and I was on the job, and I just didn't even bring it into the city because I knew there were so many, and I was uncomfortable as shit, but I knew, you know, if I, I wanted to go into the, you know, the world tower or whatever they call it now or you know you go into different federal buildings or whatever potentially you could get jammed up for it i'd like to think they wouldn't fuck with a cop there's no potential but you never know there's no potential your stuff gets confiscated you get detained there's down there they are strict well and so i heard the new york cops were kind of like bros to other cops you know because i i was talking to some of my people that they're, they had an organization that would travel to funerals, and so they knew a bunch of New York cops, and they said, oh, no, all those guys are great. They'll fucking take you everywhere, and you know they'll let you in places that you shouldn't get in. And I'm like, you know, that's kind of asking a lot for me to like walk up to some stranger, even though he's you know my brother or sister in blue, and say, hey, I'm a cop out in fucking Colorado. Show me the tour. Like, they don't got other shit to do. You know what I mean? There's a... Uh... There's a lot of beef between NYPD and NYSP. Really? 
Yeah, we keep Why? them. As far as I like, have been working. Um, NYPD specifically has started war with us a couple times. Uh, they arrested a trooper for DWI for being in his car outside of his house. Um, they've written tickets to troopers that live in the Bronx, uh, like a parking ticket um, with the trooper standing right there. And they don't like always giving a break when they get a PBA card. You guys and your fucking PBA cards. Do you guys not have PBA cards out by you? Oh, the PBA is not fucking here. Oh, shit. The East Coast thing, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I mean, here. FOP's nationwide, and there's, you know, there's FOP places, but PBA is not out here. Well, I, I can't speak for Iowa. I have no idea what the union shit is out here, but it wasn't in Colorado as far as I knew. Um, that That's is interesting. Maybe, maybe it's just because you guys uh, have a long argument like they wanted the stetsons and the purple shit and you guys are like no you can't have it and it started even before you were born possibly this rivalry do they hate firefighters more do they hate you guys more us wow yeah i mean you guys are like firefighters didn't get along with firefighters and rpd loses like half the place just to go to the bathroom i'm just basing that rivalry on the show rescue me which i never finished <laughs> and they all hated each other and they get in fights and the uh uh the guy's brother was uh mayhem from the mayhem commercials i remember that that was a good show i never finished watching it but i really liked that show rescue I, me. since i got this job i just i can't watch those kind of shows well it was about it was about the draggers and it actually i watched it before i think i was before a cop so it was a good show dennis uh dennis leary was in it it was good um, I plan on, I have, I'm very disorganized and I think people are figuring that out. I apologize. I get to you guys. How long did you wait? You waited a long time, huh? To get this? Yeah. Uh, like early on you sent me, cause I, the other day I, I was getting to some of the people that had been on the list for a long time. Cause you sent me a message like back like September last year, right? Yeah. I I when you when you started talking about guests, I think I was a little more I had a little more free time, so I was like, oh hey, that'd be cool. And then like life hit me with a truck, so I actually I didn't even realize how long it's. Ago I, think, I, huh? I think you sent me a message in August or September, so it it took a while to get to you. I do have a couple New York cops, the city cops we i would like to get on but i'm very disorganized and i don't remember where they're at on my list or what their names are so but at some point and i i want to like here's another thing to throw out there is guys i try really hard to answer people's messages and i'll continue to do that but fucking forgive me if i don't get to all your shit i i don't want to say it like all your shit forgive me if i don't get to everything or Maybe you seem like I'm short or whatever, but I get, you know, I don't want to sound like, you know, don't like thank me for my service type thing, but I I get a lot of messages and, you know, I get my family and, you know, everything else going on. So I apologize if, you know, even if you sent me a message to say, Hey, I want to be on the podcast. I haven't got to you or maybe got lost in the shuffle. Like 
I'm trying, man. It's a one man show. So don't, don't hate me for that. Every couple podcasts, you, you say the same thing. You say just like, send me a message. If you're still interested in like, you keep up on that. It's not like you yeah, don't. I, people. I just, I want to make sure I didn't lose anybody. Cause I know there was, I know there was a little period where things got kind of fucky and uh, I didn't save a document that I should have. And so I lost some people and I don't know if anybody has realized this, but Instagram is really fucking weird for finding people. I don't know why. Like, I can't just get into my messages and type out, like, names of people that are in my messages. They'll type out some account I've never talked to before, and I have to, like, dig through all these fucking names. Like, I've already talked to this person. I should be able to find them, but it's it's a big fucking pain in the ass. Instagram is maybe not the best place to do business. Facebook's a little, the search is a little better on finding people, but I got, man, I had a guy I really wanted to talk to that was, I think he was a DPS guy, old school guy, and I can't fucking find him. He'd been a cop for like 40 years. So that sucks. So if that guy, if you happen to listen, fucking send me a message. I'd love to get you on buddy, but back on topic. Are you ready? Yep. I don't think I have any more questions, but you know what time of the podcast it is, right? Oh, yeah. Don't let me down. Tell everybody about the time you shit your pants. Bud, I wish I could. No. Don't do this to me, man. The closest I got was as soon as you texted me to that you were getting ready. Uh, I was doing some shit in the garage. And... It came out of nowhere where when you sent me the Zoom link, I was sitting because I almost didn't make it. But no, pants are knock on wood, pants are clean. I think my kid shit his pants coming home from baseball. He's like, Dad, my stomach really hurts. And I was like, well, you know, the game was a little intense. I'm sure you're just a little stressed out. And he fucking ripped ass. And I'm, I'm pretty sure he shit his pants. It smelled pretty bad. I was like, do you shit your pants? He's like, I might have. My wife FaceTimed me the other day and the, our kid farted and my wife made her check her pants because it was so bad. <laughs> How old's your kid? Three. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm, I'm getting inching closer to those days of uh, potty training. And my wife already trained her. Yeah, but it can be three. I mean, you're still gonna have moments, right? Where I, like this, this, this kid's been trained since like she hit two. Really? Yeah, my wife, my wife did not want to do diapers. Diapers suck because they're expensive as shit, and I can't wait to be out of them. But <laughs> run the risk with little kids of they don't have like, hey. Like I need to like, Hey, just hold on for for a second. Like if they say, Hey, I got to go, yeah. they got to go. And so you're out in public and you know, they piss themselves and piss is running out their shoe or they shit their pants and you're always running that risk. But man, once you, once you hit the ground running, man, you just got to go with it and bring extra clothes. That's, that's what we've been doing lately, but the knock on wood, this kid's been good. That's good, man. Some kids are much better than others. I, I know a few of my kids was a total fucking pain in the ass to potty train them. And yeah, a couple of them were just fine. So this one took after her mom because 
there's no way I had this self-control as a child. Well, raising a kid is like a box of chocolates. You never know how old they'll be when they shit their pants. That's another movie that I love. Dude, that movie is so good. But as time has gone on, Jenny is such a piece of shit. Like, I know she went through a lot. But Jenny's such a piece of shit. She's so bad to Forrest, man. Are you there? Yeah, man. Okay, you just got real quiet. I thought you disconnected. No, I would, I, for some reason, I thought shaking my head on a podcast would be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, what's really weird is I did the, uh, not to go t- too far off topic, but I, so I did the live stream with Ben in it. I, I had caught myself a couple times because I probably would have said something I would have regret. And so if anybody listened to that or go back and watch it and there's like a long pause, it's probably because I was about to say something fucked up and I thought better of it. But that was nerve wracking doing it live. Like here we can edit out, you know, there's going to be some silence or a burp or a fart or, you know, whatever. And I can edit out and kind of clean it up or whatever, but live man in front of people, it was definitely something different. And I honestly, like when it started, I kind of had that like, poop anxiety like man this is stressed me out i gotta go take a shit oh, a dude, i was so stressed even going on this yeah you, you did fine man oh, um, also the, is somebody gonna recognize me i all that shit. who listens to this on my station for my troop you guys all sound the same man yeah just uh it's the guy with the gabagoo man don't worry about it eh forget about it <sighs> i don't know if you've ever seen the video i <laughs> hope if I find it, I'll, I'll share it at some point. But there's a video of some guy going to New York, and God knows if it's set up. But he's like, hey, I'm in New York, you know, and, and talking like a New Yorker, and he's on a crosswalk. And some lady goes up to him and goes, don't talk like that. You don't live here. You don't get to talk like that. He, 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 the accent goes away, and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then she starts walking away, and he's like, yeah, forget about it. And she goes after him. It's pretty funny. Uh. No, I mean, I, I, I definitely have seen that video, but New Yorkers are like that, bro. Really? Like the city people? Are, are you just mad about the parking tickets and the DUI? I don't give a fuck about that. Wait, so you don't care about your fellow troopers being mistreated by the city boys? Oh, no. NYPD caught their shit for that. Oh, yeah. What happened? What was the retribution? Hey, no breaks. Arrests tickets slow to calls because a lot of nypd lives up like in westchester and putnam and duchess the southern counties so same team bro you got here's what you guys need to do their pba reaches out after a while here's what you guys need to do okay true east coast style you know the jets and the sharks i don't know where they're actually from you guys meet in the park snap your fingers you do a little bit of dancing hug it out man just hug it out it'll be good we're all good right right now we're all good so you you build up that whole story and it's not even a thing right now well you didn't ask for right now you just asked in general well in general be right now in general be over time how fucking dare you well let's let's get back on on topic here this derailment of my train by you I jinxed it so much. You fucked it so bad, man. You fucked it so bad. That was, 
I knew from the moment you sent that message, this podcast was going to be an absolute disaster. And when I say a disaster, I mean, just totally off topic, but I think it was, it was, it was really fun except for the, uh, the middle part there. That wasn't so much fun, but otherwise it was good. When you got real dark real quick. Yep. Let's, um, let's do this, man. I know I've asked quite a few people about pooping on duty. And I know you don't have a shield or a badge to worry about when you you take a shit. What it, What is the proper way to shit on duty? Do you take the whole belt off or do you keep the belt on? What do you do? I uh, I like to be comfortable. So belt comes off, lay it nice on the table, belt keepers, radio, everything. Go and sit down, unbuckle everything. Nice and relaxed. No belt weighing you down. Just able to kick it. What if you don't have a table? Bud, I go to the station. Okay. We, so we have two. We have two, a... we have two stations within like half an hour of each other in our patrol area. So there's always a there's always a comfortable toilet to go. So you've never like it's never struck, and you're like, I gotta go poop at this Duncan. Or White Castle. God, or God, no. Really? Fuck you and your bowel control. <laughs> How dare you? First you brag about all your World Series and Derek Jeter. And then your perfect bowel control. And You know what? You know why you have perfect bowel control? Because you're a fucking trooper and you have a stick up your ass. So you have to remove the stick before you take a dump. So it prevents you from shitting your pants. That was good. That was good. Did was that off the cuff? That was off the cuff. I'm so proud good. of myself. That was good. I didn't even write that. Remember to tip your tip your waitress, folks. <laughs> be here all night. Well, buddy, I think it's um it's time to go to bed, man. It's almost a different day in my state. It's a different day in your state. It is. Do you have any imparting words of wisdom for all the millions of people that are gonna listen to this podcast someday? Uh Troopers do not just sit in the woods waiting to pull you over for speeding tickets. Yes, they do. <laughs> Troopers are your friend. No, they're not. You're killing me, bud. <laughs> Dude, this is your moment to shine. I'm ruining it. I will shut the fuck up. No, it, it's making it better because there's just a cranky city cop. Just I'm not even a city cop play. anymore. I'm a fucking loser in his basement making a podcast. Nah, you're just a cranky city cop. Nah, but I do appreciate you letting me come on. No, man, I, I appreciate you and letting everybody know that troopers are your friend. What what would happen after all the deputy and trooper memes if if I ever got back in, I was a trooper or a deputy? Would the world implode? If you were a, if you were a donkey, I'd make fun of you 24-7. But here's the thing: I don't have any cousins that I know about within a thousand miles. Um, I'm already married. I don't have a sister. I think I'm good. I don't even have goats. Oof. Well, I, I, I thought at graduation, they gave you a goat. Maybe they do. Maybe that might just be Wyoming. And that's statewide, I think, because Wyoming where men are men and sheep tremble. I'm not kidding, but every gas station in Wyoming sells Velcro gloves. Throwing it out there. 
No, they don't. <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. Every gas station I've ever been to in Wyoming, they sell fucking Velcro gloves. God save those <laughs> sheep. Oh, no sheep is safe. No sheep is safe in Wyoming. All right. Well, on that note, that that could be the name of the podcast, even though it has nothing to do with New York. No sheep is safe in Wyoming could be the name of the podcast. We got all kinds of options, man. This the podcast art for this one is gonna be fucking all over the place. I can't wait. Oh, I do have to say, I appreciate the uh letter Kenny references. Well, that's what I appreciate about you. Well, okay. Well, since you are a man of letter, Kenny, I'm not going to keep you too much longer, but um, how do you feel about a fingers in your bunghole? And your, let me rephrase that. How do you feel about a finger in your butts hole? Every time I watch that episode, my wife walks in <laughs> and just stares at me. I actually, I had a buddy convince, try to convince me that that was the way to go. And he's like, dude, you just got to let your wife try. And I'm like, first off, I haven't seen my butthole since 1984. I haven't seen my butthole in a long time. I don't know where it is. And what the fuck are we talking about? And I no, I, I'm just not into that type of thing. He's like, no, dude, I'm telling you, man, you will love it. There's probably a bunch of guys like kind of secretly, you know, shaking their head. Oh, yeah. It's a good time. No, not for me, man. No, thanks. You, I, uh, you guys and Squirrely Dan, you guys do your thing. Not me. Squirrely Dan, is a, he's a philosopher. However, he learned it from uh, Professor Trish. Professor, I can't say it. Professor Trisha's. I, uh, I, know what goes, I know what comes out of me, and I'm not putting my wife through anything like that. You have a stick up there, buddy. We know that comes out of you. <laughs> Callback. Sorry, buddy. You just set yourself up, man. I, I'm just. Have you watched Shorzy? It's not out yet. I thought. Yeah, it is. The... I thought it. Oh fuck! It comes out today. It comes out the 27th. It was. Here. They've been advertising the commercial for the second episode already. I thought it came out in Canada like two weeks ago, and I thought it was coming out here. VPN oh, that bullshit, bud. Dude, I really need to fucking go to sleep, but I might have to stay up and watch Shorzy. Do it. Oh, man, I got so much shit to do. Do it. Uh, post, post a meme about it so I can know if it's good or not. Oh, I, I, I got to tell you, man, it's not going to happen tonight. Well, fucking holy shit. Kenobi comes out today. Oh. Oh. <laughs> holy oh. shit. I'm not going to get anything done for the next couple of days. All right. Absolutely. Well, folks, you know what to do. Take care of the fine sponsors of this podcast because they allow me to make butthole jokes in between everything else we talk about. Buy some merch. I got all kinds of fun, nice stuff. Uh, everybody loves it. I got all kinds of new shirts, all kinds of good, fun stuff always coming out. It's a good gift for your friends and family or just for yourself because fuck everybody else. And of course, steal your mom's credit card and uh, don't buy any Gabagoo. Fucking... Uh, spend it on me and uh keep the lights on down here in the dungeon you can use your credit card there's a link at the end of every single podcast patreon but you don't get anything except the satisfaction that your favorite meme lord has a couple extra bucks to feed his children 
the poor, starving meme children. With that said, remember, troopers don't always have a stick in their butt, just most of the time. No sheep is safe in Wyoming. It's all bullshit. A trooper fucked Cuomo's daughter, and I love most of you. Bye-bye.